Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Which is mainly live music and metal music. I'm on your host, Brian, joined with my other host. Karen. Karen, what's this episode going to be about? This is about Shinedown in Minneapolis. Yeah, this was part of their Revelations live tour, is the name of that of this tour. And we saw this, um, as you said, in Minneapolis on April 30th of 2023. Opening with them was uh, Three Days Grace and From Ashes to New yep. were the two openers. Ticket prices were $85.95, and $26.24 in fees, and once again, an amazing tax rate of $1.67 per ticket. And this was seat tickets this time around. Yeah. Uh, we were in the 100 level, I think. We were in like the last two rows of the 100, or very close. It was weird, like the section we were in. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I know is we had ADA seating by accident. Did we really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not notice that. That's why it was indented where we sat. Oh, I ADA. really liked it. It was kind of... I liked it too. <laughs> I did not know it was ADA. Shit. Yeah. I, I kind of feel bad about that. Well, I don't know. They must... I mean, because you didn't have to like put anything in to buy it. Like, I think you just bought the... Tickets. I just grabbed two tickets yeah. on the aisles, I think, and I wanted to do um, two and two. So we, we, we went to Minneapolis with friends. Yeah. And the point was we'd never seen Shinedown. They announced the tour. They were there Three Days Grace. We've seen Three Days Grace. We really like them. Um, so like, let's go check out that show. Shinedown, never seen them. Know their music from Laser. It's got to be, you know, it's Laser music. It's got to be, it's got to be a good show too, right? Yeah. Um, so... We had friends, uh, Josh we and had. Angie. <laughs> we have friends. We'll see how, that, that they, <laughs> how they stick around. Um, we have friends, Josh and Angie. Uh, Shinedown is like one of Angie's favorite bands. Yes. She was telling us every time they do a tour, if they come anywhere close to her, she tries to go to at least two shows, which is awesome. I mean, you do used to do the same thing with Disturbed. Like yeah. if Disturbed would announce, yeah. it'd be like, all right, they're in Chicago, they're in Milwaukee, they're going to be in Cedar Rapids. I guess we're going to all three of those shows. Yep. Um. So not bad at all. And so we went to go meet them. Um, it was a question if we're going to go to Minneapolis or Milwaukee to see right. Shinedown. We'd never been to Minneapolis. It was a closer drive for them, I think, by a f- couple hours. It was like like a seven-hour drive for us. Uh, it was seven hours home. It was like six hours there. Okay. And yeah. it's I think they were saying like three and a half to four hours for yeah. them. Yeah. So under, not, just under four for them. So, so not like a, a big difference, yeah. but... Um, it was sort of a question of which of those two shows are we going to go see. For us, Milwaukee's like an hour drive, hour and a half drive. Like, yeah, it's, nothing it's not really. bad at all. But we'd never been to Minneapolis. So it was like, let's, let's go there, check that out. And we used this opportunity to try to do a blog as well, <laughs> right? Like, we've... We, we tried. <laughs> we, we have tried. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the footage. We're going to see if we can mix it together. It's pretty shaky from what I've seen and... It might be shit, so I might actually post it or might not do anything with it, but... We'll or just have it be like five minutes long. Or something like that, with yeah. With the footage. We bought some new equipment to try yeah. for next time, so... We're beginning, beginning. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, we were going with friends when I was buying tickets. Typically when we've gone to mainly sporting events and other events with friends that have seats, we sit in a straight line. Yeah. Like they're all in one row. Which isn't bad, but like if you want to talk to somebody at the end, so it's usually like me, you, our friend, another friend, or like our friend and their significant other, right? And you're like all in a straight line. If you want to talk to the person at the end, you have to like lean forward or lean back and you're like yelling back and forth. And it's a little bit of a pain. I don't really like that, that sort of setup when we do do stuff like that. So... This time I was like, let's let's try something new. Let's do two and then get the two seats right in front or right behind it and try that out. And I actually really enjoyed that yeah, setup. It made I it really it simple. Yeah. Like just to turn around, talk for a little bit, and then like in between the acts and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk. I mean, we didn't interact at all during the show. But yeah, definitely during the breaks, it was easy just to stand where we were and just turn around yep. and talk to them. And like I said, I wasn't sure. I can't remember if this was like the end of the 200 or 100 up to the 200 because... You walk into that um, from the main like concourse area, and then you're on that platform. You either go down or you turn around and go upstairs to the next section. Uh, we were like right there on that platform, standing on the edge. So I don't know if we were supposed to, but 
a couple times we did sort of like expand our room over to that little edge thing yeah, and yeah. hung out there, which was which was nice. Yeah, I think that's a space that you could potentially put a wheelchair or something. I think because so. Because it was right on the level of the concourse, so you're not having any stairs, which I think is why it's ADA accessible. Um, but yeah, we utilized as... Yeah, I didn't know that. Otherwise, space. I probably would have gotten two separate different like tickets. Like the next two rows or something. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, nothing against you for buying them. I, I mean, they let you buy them without like having anything. And I doubt if... I don't know, like, when you bought them, if they said ADA accessible. They or may have, and I just didn't notice it. Like, we were, I was texting Josh back and forth when I was buying. I'm like, where are we going? What night? Do you want Milwaukee? Do you want Minneapolis? It, it was sort of a rush. Like, I was in like that. I got to buy tickets. I got to buy yeah. tickets before they yeah. sell out, and I need to get tickets close to each other. Like, it, it sucked to be like, we're on this side of the stage. You're on the other side. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're here together. That The whole point is to see this together as a, as yeah. a group. So I was just, I was furiously like i gotta get these now i gotta get these now like let's go let's go let's go let's go um but yeah i, mean, I think it, i think it was fine i mean if if somebody came that needed those seats we would have oh for sure for sure given up and went somewhere else like the floor or something yeah i mean we would not complain about that no <laughs> um but like i said this was the first time going to minneapolis we didn't stay in minneapolis we stayed in st paul yes which this confused me the entire time like Leading up to the event, and even now, I'm confused. Like, do we see the show in St. Paul, or do we see it in Minneapolis? I'm like, I'm confused back and forth. Um, but we stayed in St. Paul in this nunnery. Um, what used to be a nunnery? Convent. Oh yeah, th- that's what they're called. I think so. Oh, convents. All right. Well, wherever. Did you make up the word nunnery, or did I thought that was a real word? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. Anyway, it's where they sleep and do nun stuff. Do nun stuff. Um, we don't know what nuns do. No, I, I don't. I really. mean, according to the pictures in the hotel, they like play bocce ball and hula hoop. Yeah, those were, uh, <laughs> we were talking with Josh and he's like, those are definitely staged. And I think so. <laughs> he found the one too in the, the men's restroom about the urinal where there's like a line of them. They're like walking. And she's like this one nun with this like, like, ooh, what's going on here? Type look on her face. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and in their room, they had a nun with, nuns with scythes, like harvesting hay or something. Sickles? Scythe sickles. They're same, similar Are things. Are they the same? I think oh. they had the big long ones that like the Reaper uses. To, like, yeah, we said those were sickles. I think sickles are the little ones that are handheld oh, okay. for a single hand, whereas scythe is like the big oh, okay. sweeping ones. Okay. Again, not 100% sure on this. We don't know. <laughs> but anyway, this hotel was fucking awesome. It was this like old building. Uh, not only do they have these weird photos of nuns all over the place, they had really cool, like, just paintings as well, like religious style paintings. Yeah, down by the, down on your way to the breakfast hall, um, there, if you, like, went down there and went down this other hall, there was, like, a, a woman with their boob out just, like, laying there against the floor um, in the sunlight or something. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting, yeah. Um, like, some of the paintings, I wonder if they were part of the convent, like, before. Yeah. Because um, there was, like, a lot of religious paintings. Um, like there was a Jesus painting that I found. I don't remember what floor that was on. And, and some like really big ones too. Yeah. Like massive paintings. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I always wonder if those are like original to the building and then they just repurposed them into art for the, um, yeah, I don't hotel know. or what they were doing. But even in that, um, that hall or that gymnasium, I, it looked like a gymnasium to me, but it definitely wasn't like where you ate breakfast. Oh, they said they had a sign that that was the chapel. Oh, was it really? But Angie thought that you could stay in the chapel, so I don't know if it is the chapel. Or okay. if they had two chapels and one's like bigger than the other one or something. Maybe. I mean, it to me it reminds me of a gym just because it's like the high ceilings, the and it's where you ate lunch, so like elementary school for me. Oh, yeah. We ate in the gym, and you just like pulled down the tables. Yeah. So I viewed this as like, oh, we're eating in the gym. This gets cleared out for activities, but it clearly doesn't get cleared out. And there's like a little... um kitchen off the side of that where you go get your hot food and your breakfast food and whatnot stained glass all over the place i don't know it the building had a lot of really cool character to it i really yeah. liked this building yeah they had a bar which was super awesome um two little loungy rooms that you can go into w- divided by this metal uh this gold like chain lace falling down in like a curtain also but the bar was super sweet. The like lounge areas were super sweet. They had like pews that you could sit in uh, in the bar. 
for like um for like seating and whatnot. They had um a drink they made called Holy Water <laughs> by um uh who was it? It was um fuck I'm Deacon forgetting Carl? Deacon De- Carl, yes. It it was a gentleman by the name of Deacon Carl who who made the drink. He's not a real deacon. His name is Carl Deacon. Yeah. Not um, spelled like Deacon. Yeah, and he wasn't there unfortunately. He was no. on a trip somewhere else, but um We thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. The whole story was pretty cool. Who knows? Maybe the story's <coughs> made up, but Yeah. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. I, I enjoyed this hotel a lot. It was really cool. Even the room was Yeah. I like the room because like we were on I, I never went and saw Angie's room. I don't know if you did. But no. um on the we were on the fifth floor. And so we had like these old uh, shutter windows that like came into the room instead of like shutters going out, they came in. Um, but they were, I'm sure they were original to the building and the ceiling over by the windows was really low and it was like the shutters came in and like closed off the windows, like what you would see in like old movies or whatever. And like blackout curtains that pulled down. Yeah. Yeah. That, those were added. I think those yeah, were, yeah. those weren't, um. And original. it looks straight up onto the Capitol, too. Yeah, yeah. We cool. were facing the Capitol. Yep. Yeah. It was a really cool room. Um, and I just like the character that they were able to utilize the rooms. I'm sure the rooms were actual rooms for the convent, probably. Probably. Because all the halls looked like that. Like, they all looked like some of the, like, on the second floor, they kind of looked like office rooms. I was going to say that. Because yeah. they had, like, the glass that was, um, like, painted over so you couldn't see through. But... Um, and then like our floor was just rooms. I'm sure that they were like rooms that you would stay. In. I mean, that yeah. the nuns stayed in. Yep. Yep. So it was kind of cool. How they the, the door to the bar or like the door on the side of the bar had this weird sort of like you people yeah, type thing, like but you like pop open and you flip up and it's like this, like maybe three inch by two inch square with like this gate over it that you look through. It was kind of cool to, yeah. to look through that. Um, it's interesting that there's like. There was like a wire thing over it or like an yeah. iron thing over it. Not wire. It was iron. But it's like, why did you need iron to cover that? Yeah. And when you went back by the bathrooms, they have their like little logo, which is a nun on one side pointing to the women's and like a priest yeah. on the other. So it's like cut right down the middle. Um, I really like the aesthetics of this place. It was really cool. Angie had been here before to see a different show and yeah. she stayed here. And when we got tickets, Josh was like, there's a nunnery we can stay at. And I was like, yes, let's do that. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Not knowing that this was in St. Paul and not Minneapolis. Right, right. It was a little confusing on where we were seeing the show. Um, or people, yeah, there was miscommunication. But then we we're like, shit, at least I was like, shit, we're going to have to drive now to the show. But that's not that bad. Like, yeah, it's Twin Cities, I think, because of these two cities, right? Like, they're yeah. basically across the street from each other. Yeah. You get on the interstate for like five minutes as you're driving down, but it's like it's like being in Des Moines. It was right? eighteen minutes from the hotel. Yeah, but it means like being in Des Moines, you drive from downtown oh, yeah. to yeah to, to Merle Hay or yeah. something like that. Same thing. All still in Des Moines, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also did do a little bit of exploring. Went to I can't remember the name. Uh, Matt's Matt's bar. Grill? Matt's Grill. Yeah, it's just a little tiny hole in the wall place. Diviest shit. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's the home of the Juicy Lucy, which is just two burger patties with cheese in the middle. Um, so they like take the two burger patties, cheese in the middle, put it together. I actually just said that. So, yeah. Um, then they fry it up and it's just smoldering hot. <laughs> this guy behind the kitchen with this tiny ass grill where he's only like cooking like six of these things at a time. That's all he's doing all day long is just flipping this because the line is constantly out the door. Yeah, the whole time we were there, it was out the door. Like we waited. 10 20 minutes to yeah. sit yeah probably and then we're there and the entire like the entire time we were in line there was people in front of people behind us and when we got our table there were still people there we left there were still people there and walking in yep um the burger was really good it was good yeah um, i don't know if i'd order it again or just get like a regular cheeseburger yeah uh, angie when i was w- eerie to bite like worried to bite into mine because like i saw you and josh both bite yep. into yours and like just took these massive bites and like hot gooey cheese yeah. fell all over i was like i don't want that to happen yeah and it was hot and she's like you just gotta take baby bites till you find the pocket and then you can squeeze some out and dip it in it if you want and i was like oh that's very smart <laughs> so i was just like nibbling at yeah. it until i 
bit into the pocket. Yeah. And it was like, all right, here we go. Mine was really messy because I made it like a regular cheeseburger and I put like ketchup and mustard on it like you would a regular cheeseburger. And so like when you eat it, like that's going everywhere. And then the cheese went everywhere. And I just felt like I had like goo all over me. <laughs> See, I wanted to do that with mustard and ketchup, yeah. but I was worried. That yeah. Would so I think I was doing... You did bite by bite. <laughs> yeah, I put just a little bit on each bite and then take that bite and the next yeah. one I put a little bit on. Yeah, I should have done that, but I guess I was like, oh, it's a cheeseburger. Like, let me just put but ketchup and mustard time, on it. You're spo- it's, I think you're supposed to get messy with it a little I bit. I know, but... but I wasn't in the mood for that. I'm sometimes okay with that, like if I'm at home or if not in a crowded... Well, I mean... It wasn't like super crowded, but I mean, it was it, full. So yeah, it, was it was full, crowded. but it's, it's small. So that's why it seems full. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, versus if, when you're at home and you can make a mess and then just like get up and wash your hands and you're all good. Yeah. But when you're and also we were we are away from the hotel. So we were wearing the same clothes to the concert. So it's like I didn't want to get. Yep. Cheese all over and I don't know. Yeah, we also. I should have done what you and Angie did though. Baby bites. Took baby bites. I followed Josh. Josh ate first. Yes. And then I took a bite, and it just the cheese just went everywhere. Yeah. Um. <coughs> did explore found a few record stores we yeah. went to as well. Yeah. Both really big, really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the first one's name. Cheapo Records. Oh, Cheapo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this cool little place where they share it with like a bike store and like, it's got like this L parking lot. One side is only for cheapo yeah. records. The other side is only for the bike place for parking. Yeah. I thought that was funny. That was like a sign that was cheapo record parking only. Yeah. Um, it, it was interesting. But we walked in. It was packed when we walked in with people looking. And they have everything. CDs, movies. It reminded me a lot of Reckless. Yeah. Honestly. Had patches, shirts. Patches, shirts, shirts, pens. Yeah. And they were all in like the um, the clear like safety. Yeah. Um don't steal me kind of yeah things that video games used to come yeah. in. I think Angie found a sign that said like, if you want to steal, please let us know. <laughs> really? I, like, I didn't see. Yeah. That. I should have took a picture of it, but it was kind of funny. Cause I'm like, Oh, that like, it was just handwritten. It was just like, if you plan to steal, just let us know. <laughs> but it was kind of fun. I did see though, like those, those boxes were full of like, if you wanted patches, it'd be like a Metallica patch. And there'd be like 12 in there of all the same. Yeah. And there's like two nine nine each. So it's like yeah. you have to take it up there. They'll open it and give you one. Yeah. Um, really cool place though. Um, lots of metal. Lots of yeah. Like you, you found a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. What did we get? We got um two Whitechapel, a uh, chemist who, the who, uh, um, the like Mongolian Mongolian who. Yeah, H U. Um, and then I got a Karen's pick. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we got five records. Oh, and then you got um Pink Floyd. I got Pink Floyd at um Paris. Yeah. They're live. Pink, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they had way... <clears throat> I mean, they had a lot that we could have picked up, but we need to rein in New on how much... Yeah. Like we just have to everything. watch how much we spend because yeah. it gets expensive. Yeah, for sure. But I thought it was fun because Reckless here, like, they had the same stuff over and over and over, so you don't really see, like, the chemist or the Whitechapel or different... It's always they always have death, Metallica, um, Slayer, yeah, um, stuff like that. Like here um, at Reckless, at least the two Reckless that we always go to. Yeah, it's very. Um, we don't go to the one in Logan Square. Yeah, whatever the other one is. Yeah, we don't really get we out need there. To go over there though. You should check that out for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's fun to go to a record store that has other stuff that we are looking for. Yeah. And then you found another one called Electric Fetus. Yeah, so we went to go check <laughs> yeah. that out. Yeah, I think I just Googled, like, record stores in Minneapolis, and now uh, there was a couple that came up, and that one I was just like, Electric Fetus, let's go check this out. So when you said that name, I instantly thought of, like, punk or death metal type. I thought death like metal. the owner of that was going to be a fan of either death metal or punk or a combination yeah. of both. So that's sort of the vibe I, vibe I expected going into it, is just this, not necessarily rundown, but... The dive bar equivalent of a record store, okay. basically, is what yeah. I was expecting. Yeah. Show up, another massive store. Yeah, it was huge. But one side was a bunch of knickknacks. They had smoking items, so like pipes and um, other like bongs and stuff like that, and incense, and then candles and other knickknacks, like coloring books and shit like that. 
Yeah, like it, it almost seemed like maybe some of it was like local stuff that they were selling. Yeah, they had like a jewelry um, thing in the middle that may yeah. have been like local artists. Yeah, well, and even some of like the um, hands uh, lotion and stuff, like it could have been local. I don't know, it's just one of those like stores that... You got a candle there, didn't you? I did, yeah. I forgot about that. It just that. had electric fetus on it, that's the only reason why I got it. Oh, okay, but yeah. I forgot all about that, yeah. honestly. Um, I told Angie, I was like, oh, this would be a perfect place for like, if you have a birthday coming up or like um christmas like stock stocking stuff for things i was like this would be perfect yeah they had some clothes too in they the did, back yeah i didn't look and at some baby clothes. stuff as well they had like a baby yep. corner yeah and dog and cat stuff i saw that yep and then a another like the other half of the store was all vinyl and cds yeah. and then maybe movies too i can't remember if they had movies or not but i don't remember movies but they probably did but vinyl cds they had uh, record players uh amplifiers like all sorts of stuff you would want for anybody new or who's already into the hobby of record collecting stuff that they would need yeah um so again though it was packed here too yeah there's a lot so many people buying vinyl yeah the one thing i will say here is i don't feel like they had a very large used section a lot of it seemed new it was new um there was like for metal there was one little section that was used um and the pricing for the new was more than here in Chicago or the other, the cheapo records. It was about a two bucks more, about roughly two bucks more per record. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just, uh, I mean, we're kind of seeing that most records are like 29 to $35. Yep. Yep. But these were like 37 to 45. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, maybe you're paying for the aesthetic of the place as well. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, this place did have a lot of employees, too. They did, yeah. Because, um, I mean, both sides, the, the knick-knacky side had a guy working behind the counter. Three people. Did they have three people yeah. over there? And then the record side as well had three people yeah. going yeah. in there. So, cool that they're staffing up and, and whatnot and can do that. And yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I'm, I understand, like, you have to have pricing and everything yep, to, like, yep. sustain your business. I, I totally understand that. I'm just saying it's a little bit more expensive than the other one. Yeah, so. I, I did see that, too. We were at one not too long ago also where we were, I don't remember where. Oh, and the prices were high? But there was one where it's like, wow, these prices seem very high. I think was it was the one in Denver. In Denver, yeah. I don't remember the yeah. name of that. That was outside of Denver, but yeah, like that one that we went to, it was. Those prices, yeah. when we were looking at those, like, wow, this is pricey for this album. Yeah, there I think you just got like a local um, I got a seven inch. Um, yes, it was. Um, in the company of spirits, they had a seven oh, okay. and we had just seen them the we night just saw before. Them. Yeah. And I was like, Oh shit, that's awesome. And then we got some books because they on the other side of that store oh, right, they had yeah. like books. So Yeah. But yeah, that was a little bit pricey too. Maybe yeah. we just need to change our mind on what Maybe. a good deal is on a record. <coughs> Where I remember when we were living in Iowa, like all the records were always like twenty five dollars or yeah, twenty dollars. Definitely like out of our price. Yeah, and I would be like, No, you cannot get a record. Like <laughs> you can't spend twenty five dollars on a record. Because right. I would just be like, what are you ever going to listen to this? And now we listen to them all the time. But After all that, um, made our way to the venue. And the interstate, we took the exit it told us to take. Yeah. Which led us directly into a winding upward spiral into the parking garage. Right. Yeah, because I think I just put in tar- Target Center as the address. And my whole thought was, okay, we'll go downtown near the venue, find a parking garage, and then we will walk around and just kind of see what's going on. And the exit, I can't remember what exit it is, but it, we took ramp A. I remember that, whatever. I think it was 7A or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's exit 7, ramp A. So that takes you straight to the parking garage. An entrance into a parking garage. Yeah. You can't do anything else. Like that yeah. is how you, like. Yes. I thought that was so weird that the interstate took you directly into a parking garage yeah, but it makes sense because where the target center is which i think is where their basketball yep um team plays pretty sure and then where the twins play targets target, target field, field are right by each other yeah it's and like so one whole complex yeah so then the parking garage is for all of that so it makes sense that like when they designed the interstate around or the parking garage around the interstate it it Makes total sense. Like so many cities could use that instead yeah. of like clogging up your downtown or clogging up the streets and stuff. And um, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm not familiar and I haven't, I'm not going to say I've been to a lot of professional stadiums and whatnot. Right. But the few I have been to, 
and even just thinking here in Chicago, you don't have them very close to each other. Soldier yeah. and um, United and Soxfield, um, whatever that's called, are all pretty close to each other, but they're not like, it's it's like a 10, 20 minute drive by close, I mean. Yeah, I was like, they're not close by any But means. they're not like in the same blocks, like across the street from each other. Right. Like this right. was. Yeah. No. I've never been to anything that's like next to it. Yeah. Each other like what this is. And then we found a map once we got out of the parking garage and we're sort of wandering around figuring out where to go. We found a bar across the street, like an Irish pub. And we're like, oh, let's go hang out there for a little bit. I just saw it out the window. I don't think right. it was on the map. <laughs> I no, just no. Looked out. But we saw that. And then we saw the map. And the map had everywhere you could walk in tubes. Oh, right, right. So you don't have to go outside. Uh, skywalks, not skywalks. tubes. Like people not, hamster, I like tubes. People hamster tubes, basically, yeah, is what yeah. they are. Which Milwaukee has a few. Des Moines has a few. Chicago has none. Yeah. But that would be really cool to have here. Um, and then Minneapolis was kind of cool to see that they had them. And Minneapolis had a lot. Like, you could walk all the way to the river. Yeah. In and tubes. I've known Minneapolis for years has had this sort of system in place. Yeah. I think I learned about that living in Des Moines, walking through in Des Moines. Like, oh, this is really cool. And I think my dad or somebody was like, oh, well, Minneapolis has it a lot better. Because they're all over the yeah. city. Yeah, it's really cool. It is, yeah. I mean, we wore coats. The whole time because it was yep. it was chill it was like low 40s yeah we were expecting 70s when i looked at it the week before but yeah. then like a cold front moved in and it yeah. was snowing that day yeah too, it wasn't did. it yeah like, like little flurries sp- spitting snow rain whatever but it it was chilly so we had our coats with us and we could have taken them back to the car and then just done the whole hamster tube thing um but we ended up wearing them but yeah um we did need them to go to that bar, but we could have probably found a bar along the hamster tubes if we would have just walked. Probably. But I mean, yeah, the bar was right across the street. We went, got a couple drinks. Really cool atmosphere. They also had not edible, like THC gummies. They had Delta 9 yeah. THC. Like everywhere in Minneapolis had Delta 9. Right. So we got a couple sodas the night before at like a place, and we got gummies for the show for this one. Um <clears throat> Took those. I I felt a little bit of a an effect, yeah. not a whole lot, but I, did I don't feel think they're something. like I don't think they're like edibles. Not not like we get here in Chicago. Yeah. No. But they also I think the day we drove up, their their state senate passed a bill legalizing marijuana. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So. It, yeah. Either the day of or the day before or something. The like day that. before. I think it was the day before because we went on a Saturday. Yeah. So. Um. Anywho. Had a few drinks at that bar, got our gummies, and went into the venue. Um, just a standard yeah, stadium. Standard, yeah, I would say standard arena. You've I been to one arena. You've been to been yeah. to them all basically at that point, right? Yeah. The only thing that's different is your food and your beer that yeah. you're getting. The food was expensive. Was it? Yeah. So I mean, we weren't really hungry because we had those cheeseburgers, but um, I saw like. I just saw while we were waiting for shirts that like a walking taco, which is oh yeah, a, you said that a small bag of Doritos with taco meat and cheese on it, like that's what a ta- walking taco was or is, was fifteen dollars, and I was like, I would not pay fifteen dollars <laughs> for a walking taco. That's what you get at a high school football game for two dollars. Yep. So we used to summon Boy Scouts. Yeah. For, yeah. For money. Yeah. Um. Beers weren't that bad, I don't think. They were pretty standard priced for beers. Um, the merch line, the first thing we did is got in the merch line, which was long as yeah. fuck. Yeah. I wonder if we would have walked around if it would have been so shorter. So getting into the venue, like getting in through security, there was some, an employee being like, there's four more entrances straight down. You don't have to stay in this one line, which everybody was doing. And once he said that, a bunch of people went that yeah. way. And we're like, this one's already clearing up because everybody's going that way. So we'll just hang out here yeah in the merch line an employee said the exact same thing there's two more if you just go down here and around the corner there's two more merches gonna be shorter lines and at that point we've already been in line for like five ten minutes or something yeah. and we're like eh, i don't want to risk it i thought about saying i'm gonna go check that out if, and if it's shorter i'll text you you should come have. on over i yeah because I mean, it took us 45 minutes to get through merch merch was a long time to get yeah. through but we got our shirts um, and I guess for me, I was kind of irritated because I was like, I don't even want merch. Oh. <laughs> but I knew, I knew Angie wanted a shirt, so I was, you know, it's one of those things when you go with other people, it's like you kind of 
don't do something you want to do because the other person yeah. wants to do it. So it's a give or take thing. Yeah. So. But I ended up getting a shirt and a koozie as well. Yeah. Um, decided I'm going to get rid of the shitty cheap ass koozies I have and buy, buy band, band ones. ones. So, yeah. There's a few bar ones I might keep. The, the names are cool. But anywho, um, got our merch, found our seats just in time for the first opener. We were three seconds late. Were we three seconds yeah, late? Yeah, they had started playing. Before we got out there. Well, they started their intro. I was, I don't know. Like, it's something you and I are pretty good. I mean, unless we intentionally are late to something, like, we're pretty good at being there before they start playing. Yeah. I, I thought we, honestly, I thought you we had thought a lot we more. more time. I, I was like, oh, we have like 15, 20 minutes before they go on. Yeah. Um, and I was like, we have six minutes to walk back. And yeah, I wasn't aware that it was that close. Yeah. Um, and the first band, from Ashes to New, hit the stage. Um, played a pretty quick set, seven tracks, starting with Nightmare, um, Heartache, Hate to Me, My Name, Panic, Crazy, and their last song, Through It All. There's two songs that I had heard, but now, I, now I don't remember which two, because like, I don't know the names of their songs, but they're on... Spotify that I've heard before. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard of any other. I, th- I think I've heard the name, but I haven't heard of. Like, actually, heard, heard their, their music. music. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not something that I seek out by any means, but I had heard two of their songs. What were your thoughts of them? I liked them. Um, it's got rap and like a new metal type where like one, um, one perf- one singer is rapping and then the other one's singing. Yep, so they have two vocalists, yep. a, a rap singer and like just a normal, I don't want to say normal, um, <laughs> a rap singer the and normal then a way to sing. traditional metal singing Yeah, type. yeah. Uh, we found out later that the singer, like later on in the concert, that this, the like clean vocal, yeah, yeah the like vocalist. the clean vocalist um, was had been ill and was only like had 50% like, energy and um yeah i don't know voice yeah. and stuff so i'm like oh it'd be interesting because i didn't hear that um yeah i didn't either like angie had mentioned that she noticed that you couldn't hear some of the vocals so i didn't maybe notice that, was that it. but i i assumed it was more of a sound thing a sound issue not necessarily his voice issue yeah but i did pick up on that too yeah so i don't know um yeah i don't know what a normal show would be but i mean it was still fantastic i didn't notice that like because when we saw Whitechapel. um the lead singer for Whitechapel was Ill very also. ill. And you could tell he was very ill. Yeah, but not from a vocal standpoint. I felt like his vocals were right, on point. Right. It was, he had no fucking energy. And yeah, he's like, that's what I mean by yeah, he, yeah. by how you could tell. Um, and also he told us he was very yep. ill. But from the performance uh, from Ashes to New, like I couldn't tell at all. Same, if they hadn't said, if they said nothing, I would have been like, oh, again, the the issues with not hearing the vocals I would have chalked it up to there's an issue with sound. They're working on it. It's going to be better for yeah. the next band type yeah. thing. Yeah. Like this is an opener. And that's kind of one of the things I think you do with openers is. Test out the sound. Validate <laughs> what we tested in sound check. What we've done before is working. Work out any yeah. last minute kinks that pop up. Yeah. I um, I was not honestly a big fan of them. Okay. I did not like the music. I mean, I don't know if I would say I was a huge fan, but, but it was you enjoyed okay. it, yeah. yeah. it was okay. I mean I felt like they put on a good performance. They did do that. Um but the music to me was nothing unique. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it sounds like you said, it it's a new metalish sound with the vocal, like the rap and the clean vocal type type singing. It's a it's kinda like what everything is right now that's coming yeah. up. Like new bands are kinda like this. Well it's not everything, I shouldn't I shouldn't use those types of words, but we've seen a lot of bands that are very similar rap and metal together. Yeah. And to me, this, it was nothing new. I guess what I'm going with it was. Even though they're from ashes to new. <laughs> even though they're from the ashes to new. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just yeah. got that vibe. Like I've seen this a thousand times already. I, yeah. Why do I need to see it again? Or I've heard it a thousand times. I don't need to hear it again yeah. type yeah. thing. No, I get that. I get that. Um, but the performance was good. Yeah. I So when we saw, so we did have seats and we haven't had seats. I mean, we've went to like Roger Waters with seats, but we have not had seats for a metal show. Oh, I guess we went to Rammstein. We had Rammstein, seats for Rammstein. Rammstein, yep. 
Um, but normally we get the floor seats. We try to get floor seats. Um, yeah, we, we do try to get floor seats. And I think I wanted to talk about that, that a little bit at the end because I think my oh, okay. thought of of seats has changed after oh, okay. seeing this show a okay. little bit. Um, but you're right. We typically do try to get floor seats. Like that's that's the thing we really want to be at and where we want to be for, for shows. Um, I'm just, after seeing Shine Down and Three Days Grace, I'm like, a part of me is like, I felt like overall, Three Days Grace and Shine Down was a great show to see. Like it was a lot of fun to watch them. And they're not my absolute favorite bands, right? Metallica, there's a handful of bands where you're right. Like if they're coming in town, I want to be on the floor. I want to be in the crowd and experience the crowd atmosphere, um, which is, you know, Metallica, Slipknot, um, just to name a couple for me. And I know there's a few for you as well, like Wage War for you is going to be one where you want to be in the crowd. You wouldn't want to be in seats. But for some of these other bands where I kind of I, I enjoy the music, I just kind of want to kick back and, and watch the show. Seats aren't necessarily the worst. And if it's a massive price difference, maybe maybe seats are fine. Like maybe we don't have to have floor for everything is sort of where my head's at yeah. now after seeing this show. Yeah. I don't know if your opinion changed after this or no, not. I didn't like it. You didn't like it at <laughs> no. all? So something that you just said is sit back and watch the show, which I really felt like I was watching a concert happen and I wasn't at the concert. Like I really felt like, because like, does that even make sense? It, it does a little bit. Like, I just felt like I was watching a performance instead of, like, at the performance or in, in the performance or in the crowd of the performance. Yeah, but we've also been to some crowds where it's not moving at all. No, like, I'm not saying you had to move. I'm just saying from my perspective of looking down on the stage and looking down on the crowd, I was like, oh, I, I honestly feel like I'm watching a show. Gotcha. Not at the show. Yeah. That, that's how I felt. No, yeah, no, that's fine. And that's yeah. what I, I told Angie that after the first, or after, at, from Ashes to New got done, I was just like, I feel really weird. Like, I feel like I'm observing a show and not, like, at the show. Yeah. But sometimes you want to observe the show, right? Like, Romstein, yeah. I think, is a good example of that where. Looking back, I wish we would have had field tickets. Do you? I don't know. I, I wish we could have seen two of them and one on the field and one I in the I wouldn't want. Field field, I would want the Fear the field. Fear zone. And I'm yeah. not fucking paying the prices for the Fear Zone. Yeah. I hate that whole thing. And yeah. I, I will not pay to do like that split floor. I think that's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Um, but being... Then I would pay for like closer 100 level seats so I can get close to the stage if I could. I do feel like knowing how Rammstein worked out and now this one as well... I'm starting to get a sense of like, all right, if I'm going to be in the seats, you need to be down a little closer and closer to the back of the stage. My yeah. fear with. Maybe that would be a part of it. It's like if you're not close, like we are closest, like kind of parallel to the stage where like if you're at the back of the stadium looking in like what we were for Roger Waters, like that would be a little bit different. Oh, I was thinking more of closer to the drummer. So closer to oh. the face of the stage. So down and closer to the base. Mm, okay. My thought with being where we were when I picked those tickets, like it's the middle of the stage. So as they move back and forth up and down the stage, you'll be able to see all of it very yeah. easily. Yeah. Where if you're all the way in the back or all the way up in the front, you now have like strain your head while you look this way or like this way, right? So that was sort of my thought with picking those seats when, we, when okay. I picked those. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. Um, Romstein, like you were saying, might be a little different because in the back, then you get the pyro in the middle as it's going up. But I still think I would have liked to have been closer to the stage to see the <laughs> the the fun props and shit that they bring yeah. out a lot better. Yeah. Like when they bring the giant stroller out for Poppy and Mind Tile and like all the props they come out with. If the closer you are to the stage, the more fun it's going to yeah. be to see. Yeah, like no, I get that. All that fun stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I didn't enjoy it as much as it sounds like you did. Yeah, I'm just saying Shinedown, Three Days Grace, 
I enjoy their music. It's not like my absolute, oh my God, this is my favorite yeah. band. Yeah. But I do want to see them again. I will see them again. But I don't, like if, if floor tickets are 120 and seats are 80, I'm probably going to get a seat and okay. be just fine. Or I would be just fine. I mean, but if you wanted floor, we can go get floor and experience yeah. that. I mean, I just, I, so when we went to Denver, we saw Three Days of Grace on a whim. Like yeah, at yep. like one o'clock in the afternoon, we bought tickets for that night's show. And I remember having so much fun. Um, we hung back in the crowd. We weren't like in the center of the crowd. We hung back and I had a blast. You were kind of done with it, but I had well, a blast. By the very end, I was done with yeah. it because that was our third time seeing them yeah, within like yeah. three months. Yeah, we had seen them a lot. But this time it was just like, again, I didn't have that same feeling. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, and I honestly don't like seats because I feel like where we were, it was better this time, but otherwise you're going to be standing to the whole time anyways. And it's like you stand up and you can't move. You feel bad for moving and bumping into people. You're like stuck in that little spot. And it's just like, we're on the floor. You have more. You can either, I mean, sometimes you are pretty cramped depending on what show it like Metallica. We are super cramped, but whatever. But if you don't want to be cramped, then you stand back further. So, I mean, you have that uh, mobility of moving where when you're in a seat, it's like you have this section to stand in. I get that. I know you do have some anxiety, too, with like even in movie theaters, yeah. right? Where yeah. it's like uh, you want to be on an aisle. Yeah, so which is why you got aisle seats. Which is one of the reasons yeah. why I got aisle seats. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I get that, too. I do get that. And I do hate that about seats as well. Um, if I do get seats, I'm going to try to get aisle seats yeah. for sure. I mean, um, these were a little bit better because we did have that little section. Of the ADA section? The ADA yeah. section. So, thank you. I guess my anxiety could be the reason why we got <laughs> ADA seats. But, like, I mean, it wasn't... That's the only thing. It's like, I would prefer to be on the floor in the crowd with the people and not observing it from afar. Yeah. So. I, I get that. I do. Um, yeah, anyway... Moving on, From Ashes New, not my favorite thing. I thought they did an okay performance, yeah. a fine performance. It was fine, um, yeah. You seemed to enjoy their music a little more than I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Definitely added them to our, our, our playlist, so. Yeah, um, not I bad. mean, they're not like a band where I'm like, oh my God, they're coming to Chicago, let's go see them. But oh, it's yeah. like, oh, they're going to be there with. They're an opener, I'll go check out yeah, their set again. Yeah, they're going to sure. be there with somebody else. Sure, I'll go check them out. Yep, so that leads us into Three Days Grace. They came out on stage in a kind of cool, unique way. They started in the back of the floor and worked their oh, way right, forward right, right. through right. the crowd. I forgot about that, yeah. Or maybe not through the crowd. It was off to the down side. down the side, yeah. down the rail yeah. sort of thing. And then climbed the stage or went up on the stairs onto the stage. On, like climbed up the stage? Yes, on stage <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. And took the stage and started performing. Um, this is, I guess, the time... Maybe not, but I thought the stage was kind of weird, honestly. For, uh, from Ashes to New and for Three Days Grace, it did seem weird. But it also followed the same setup for Shinedown. It did, but Shinedown made sense. Yeah, Shinedown made sense. They made it work. But and I, I guess what I mean by weird is typically at like these arena shows and a lot of shows, outside of a handful where like Metallica does the center aspect, yeah. most bands have the... The stage against the far side, like yeah. it's just a flat, straight stage, and they might have a either thing that comes out a little bit for them to stand on, or it's just flat. They had that flat thing going on, which is typically once again, I was like, this is where the many ma- majority of the stage is going to be, or the majority of shit's going to happen. For Ashes to New and Three Days Grace, the so they they had that that straight back back thing right and then they had this long straight like basically a t um and the the shaft of the t um (laughs) is where three days grace and um ashes new basically played with the drum kit being where the t and the the shaft and the top of the t sort of intersect so the drum kit was there and they didn't use anything in that back and i was like oh that's kind of weird that you're only using this straight out kind of aspect mm-hmm. of the stage. Shinedown did too, but they had more lighting and effects behind them on that flat yeah. bit as well. Yeah. But I, it's the first time I think I've seen a stage like that, that 
it just went straight out into the crowd into the floor and you don't really utilize that that top of the T like I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, like I said, normally it's the drum kit is all the way back on the top of that T, yeah. not at the intersect. And I get what you're saying. I understand where you're going now. At first I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like disturbs for evolution was like that. So I was right. really Yeah, confused. but the drum was back. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, they didn't utilize like the standard part of the stage. Yes, like, that yes. That's like everything was on that part that comes out. Yep, and yep. I thought that it would fall back then for shine down and they would start utilizing it like a normal stage that I've yeah. seen. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. But no, everybody used it the same way. And Three Days Grace is sort of where I picked up on how this was sort of constructed and utilized too. Um, Three Days Grace, it was a good show. It's yeah. a show we've seen apparently to exactly. the set list. Like yeah. the exact same yeah. set list. We've seen this before. Um, so their new album came out and they started this one off the same way as they did the last time. So-called life. And by last time, I mean last time we saw them as an opener. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because when we saw them as a headliner, they played three extra songs or four extra songs? I think they played like seven other oh, really? more songs. Oh, okay. They played a okay. pretty long set. I felt like it was just like four. But um, yeah, so when we saw them twice last year as openers, it was the exact same set list both times. Yeah, and it was uh, So-Called Life, their new song off their new album, um, or one of their new songs off their... <laughs> The one only song. It's a couple of years. It's a little old now, that album. Yeah. I, at least er, one year. A couple of years, yeah. yeah. Um, Animal I Have Become, Home, Pain, Break, The Mountain, Painkiller, I Hate Everything About You, Never Too Late, and of course their final song, Riot. Yeah. So when we got to Pain, I realized that it was exactly the same as last year. The one thing that was different... Um, I think is I hate everything about you where they came on with like a little video. Oh of the yeah. Bands being like, yeah. we just wrote this song in like yeah. 10 minutes yeah. or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember. Did they say they did that in Minneapolis after one show? They're like the idea came oh, to us after a show here. Maybe. Um, Maybe. So it might've been something special just for that show. Yeah. Um, Cause when we saw this set list, it was at Hogs Fest. Hogfest, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Hogfest, yeah, not Hogfest. I keep calling it Hogfest, too. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so like it was the exact same all the way down. So when, um, yeah, when we got to like Homer Payne, I was like, oh, this is probably going to be the same. The same, yeah. I mean, you kind of know they're going to end on Riot. Like, that's oh, yeah. Big, yeah, big they're not going to play Riot. I mean, unless they come out with a new album with like a different song, but yeah. um, I mean, it's almost like Disturbed. Like, you end on. Sickness. Sickness. Or very close to sickness. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I remember is Home. When that came up, they came out and they're like, we played Minneapolis a lot. We fucking love this city. You guys are awesome. You're always great to us. You always show us a good time. Um, this, this is almost like a second home to us. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of now want to go to, I want to go to another show and see if it's the same. Like it's. Yeah. To see if the same banter happens. Is that same? Is that. Is yeah. I call it the cheap applause, but it's like the the guaranteed applause. Like, hello, Milwaukee. How are you? Yeah. And like, you, hello, X, city X. Yeah. You say that, the crowd's going to cheer because, hey, I live there. I'm from there. I yeah. know that place. Yeah. One thing I brought up to Angie after uh, Three Days Grace got done was that um, sometimes since we go to different cities, I forget what where I am, oh. that sort of thing. So when they're like, Minneapolis, like, it's like, oh, yeah. That's where we are, <laughs> or like Milwaukee, or you know wherever we are. So it's it's a little different than where like obviously like we're gonna see Rob Zombie in Iowa, and it's like we still have pride for Iowa. So it's like, well, from living in Iowa, not for what's going on in Iowa, but it's like so like if Rob Zombie's like yeah, uh, hey Des Moines or whatever, it's like you have that cheering yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but even with all the banter and stuff, it was it was still a fine show. And I mean, we've seen this set multiple times now. We saw them a couple times. Like I said, we saw them twice last year as an opener. Uh, this time again as an opener. It's the same set. They're, they're still supporting their new album. So I, I still really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the music. I really enjoyed um, their performance as well. And like we've said a hundred times, like... This is laser music to us. Yeah. Like, this is what you hear on the radio for, for metal music. This is like what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not bad. It's fine. It's enjoyable. They put on a good show. And yeah, I was I was happy to see him again. Yeah. I think that's where I 
still go back on my comment on I had more fun in Denver being on the floor. Or, I mean, well, I guess Denver had seats at the Michigan. Yeah. Um, where it's more like you can just kind of move around, dance around, whatever you want to do. And when you're in seats, it's like you get this little section. Don't move. Yeah, and I guess there is that aspect. Like we were, like I said, like you said, we were on the aisle, so that made it a little easier and better for us. But if we weren't, maybe it wouldn't. I wouldn't have had that same thought. Yeah. But I'm not saying I want seats for everything, but for some of the stuff where it's like, it's not my absolute favorite band. I just want to go to see you to see you. Um, that wouldn't be too bad, I think, to have a seat. But yeah, three days grace. Um, good show. Yeah, it was fun. And then, of course, that leaves us up to Shinedown. We listened to to them a little bit on the drive up. Not the day of the show, because I don't like doing that. But on the drive up, we listened to them. And I had forgotten how many Shinedown songs I actually knew. Once again, laser music. Like, they play this stuff a lot on the yeah. radio. Yeah, this is definitely what you hear on the radio. And there's one song that they have, 45, that they played this night that... I completely forgot was their song, but it was like the biggest thing when it came out and was always on. And I remembered that like as soon as yeah. it came out, I was like, oh shit, that's right. That's their song. I forgot about that. Is this a song that before it went on, they had like Casey Kasem come on and be like, oh, this has been on the top I think it 40 was. for yeah. three weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I but think so. I mean, they played, Laser plays that, or played it. I don't know if they still do, but they played it all the time. Well, they also had their like, um. I think you mentioned this in a different podcast. They have their, or they had their, like, put oh. on your songs every day, your top yeah, five Yeah, at 10 songs, o'clock p.m. And they come on and play those the ones yeah. that people voted, and that was, like, number one for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but going through their set list real quick, they played 19 songs, a pretty long oh, wow. set list. They went well, on for a long time. They did, yeah. Well, I thought that it would be over at um, 10.45, and they played until after 11, I think. Yeah, it was it was a late night for sure. Um, Diamond Eyes, they opened with Dead Don't Die, um, I'll Follow You, Bully, Unity, If You Only Knew, State of My Mind, Enemies. State of My Head. State of My Head, (laughs) uh, followed by Enemies, then The Symphony of Being Human. Symptom. Symptom of Being Human. human. A Symptom of Being Human, followed by Sound of Madness, Planet Zero, which I think is their new album. Maybe, yeah. Um, then 45, like we talked about devil. So this one says with taped intro, that might've been the Casey case, but I thought it was oh, 45. I thought it was 45 too. Um, after devil, we get, um, second chance followed by don't look back in anger. Uh, followed by daylight, get up an acoustic version of that. Then simple man, their cover of Leonard Skinner. Monsters, and they finish with Cut the Cord. Yeah. Again, so many of these songs, Cut the Cord, Simple Man, I forgot they did a cover of Simple Man, 45, um, Enemies, Bully, like all of these songs, like I forgot all about these. Yeah, yeah. Um, And again, I really enjoyed their set. And this is one of those bands where this was our first time seeing them. And... I'm kind of shocked that we haven't seen them I know. before. Yeah, I'm surprised that we hadn't seen them either. And we talked about it with Angie last summer. Um, how she's like, oh, yeah, like I've seen, um, I almost said Disturbed. <laughs> I've seen Shine Down like six times or seven times or something. I'm like, it's a band we've never seen. Right. Like, and I don't know if it's just they came around and we've just been busy or we just don't care enough to see them or if it's, I, I, yeah, I don't know why. So I was thinking about this. I think a lot of it goes back to the when we first started going to concerts. Shinedown definitely wasn't one of the. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was a little bit more prudish, I guess, when it comes to my metal back then. I was like, "That's not metal. This is metal." Yeah. And like, if it was on the radio, I was like, "That's shit music. It's not metal music." You want metal music? Go see Black Label Society. Play them on the radio. You know stuff you like that. You still say that. I do, but. <laughs> not as much anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have Spotify now, so we can make our own playlists. Yeah, and I still, like, I'm more apt to go to different concerts and different stuff yeah. now. So, you know, when I first started out, it was definitely like, here's my vision of what I think 
is good metal, good music, and I'm only going to go see the stuff I think is good. I'm not going to go out and exploring other things. I'll explore it, and if I find out about it, then it's like, all right, cool. I'll either like it or don't, and then I'll go see it live. After that, we sort of took a break from seeing live music from like 2009 to 2016. Uh And even after 2016, we really didn't start going to shows until about 2019. Yeah, yeah, 2019. 2018 to 2019. Pretty much once we paid off our credit cards in 2019, then we're like, oh, shit, now we can go see music. And so that was the thing. It was financially, we just weren't in a place where we can go see any show we wanted to. It was there were a select number of shows, bands, where if they came to town, then we tried to go see them because we could afford very little like, yeah. extra bands to go yeah. see. Like 2019, I think we went to eight shows, and I thought that was a lot yeah. of shows. And this month, we're going to like 11. Yeah. So, so. I think that might have been part of it. But the Oh, that was definitely part of oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So like if Shinedown did come around, it wasn't like we don't have the extra income to yeah. go see a band we're only slightly interested in. Yeah. Or that we know, well, we thought that we only knew like three songs. Right. Where in reality, we probably knew like 10. Right. Half of them. But also, we've been to a few festivals as well. Yes. And they haven't been at festivals. Yes. So, I mean, like. That's interesting, too. Theory of a Dead Man, the first time we saw them was last year, too. And their band, I think, yeah. is in the same category. Yeah. Or uh, Theory. Are they Theory or Theory of a Dead Man? I th- they go by both, I think. Or yeah. at least people know what you're talking about yeah. if you say both. Um. Pop Evil, I think, falls yeah. in the same category. This yes. the first time we saw them was at Open Air. Yeah. So that same one's with really Breaking surprising. Benjamin. Yeah. Like Pop Evil is really surprising to me that we haven't seen them more because I had a really good time when we yeah. saw them a few weeks ago. Same. So. And like to me, Shine Down, Pop Evil, Three Days Grace—they're all in that same sort of yeah the vein. Like they all play very similar. Uh, music. Very similar. Yeah. And it's always a lot of fun seeing them. It I is. had a blast at this show. I really did. I, I did too. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to go back to my same comment. I think I would have enjoyed it more on the floor. <laughs> but I mean, that's just me personally. Because yeah. by the end of the night, I was getting really tired of standing in my little spot. Okay. Um, honestly. like, And Angie had talked about, because like behind, the like right when you walk through the curtain to go to, to our section. I don't remember what section we were in. But you walk through the curtain, there was like a um wooden bar there type was, thing yeah. and she may mentioned after three days grace like oh i wonder if i can go stand over there um that way i can like move around more or whatever and i was almost ready to be like i'll go stand with you but we didn't i mean it was full also and i don't know how that works like because i know that you had to keep the aisles clear so it's not like we could really stand in the aisle area so the usher guy was backing people away yeah and that was one thing too for us like oh could we move out of our seats into this little pocket area and are we gonna be cool because there was the usher guy like yeah i saw him let's go let's go let's go yeah and i saw him actually walk down the steps and like tell a guy that he had a stand in like off the steps steps. he was on the steps which we did during metallica at um snm2 but we were the very last we were in the last row we were in the last row so but um like that's another thing that I just don't care about being in seats is like being told where you can and can't. Yeah. Be. You have to stand in these little, uh, it's the little section thing yeah. where I'm like, yeah, what if I want to stand off to the side? But I mean, given all that, I still enjoyed the show. I yeah. thought, I thought the performance was great. Yeah. Uh, they had this cool little piano <laughs> that dropped. What they, they called it? it something. I don't I can't remember, remember the name either. Yeah, like I don't sky piano or something yeah, like that. I don't remember what they named it, but, Gosh, we should have wrote it down. Because it's been two weeks since we saw this? A, a week, week and a half? Yeah, a yeah, week? A week. Oh, just one week? It was Sunday the 30th, and it's now oh, yeah. the 7th. Oh, my God. One week. So one whole week. Oh, my gosh. It seems like it was so long ago. Um, Yeah, I, I forgot what the piano was called, but it, it became part of the show. Because, like, yeah. even at the end when they were, like, ending, they, like, brought the piano down so people could cheer, cheer for it piano. and then put it back up. It had, like, little LEDs on it and yeah. everything on the side. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I didn't see it come down the first time. Oh, I did. Um, and then uh, the second time I saw it, yep. and then I was like, oh, that's really cool. The guitar player, I remember, because the first time it came down, was like standing on it, playing the guitar while the piano player was... While it was coming down? No, not while it was coming down. One, once it's down and the guy was playing Oh, I saw piano. that, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I just didn't see it yep. actually come down. That's why I was saying. The, the, the top of the T that we were talking about where they had uh, for the stage... Whereas, like, this is weird. 
they did utilize that, as I said earlier, but mainly for pyro. They had yeah. some pyro that popped out of that. Yeah. Um, they had this cool back that went behind the drummer. It was like this tower of a, oh, a, right. a screen tower, but it was like the corner of a square. Yeah. And so the, the point of the square, uh, so it made like a little triangle, right? Um, basically was at the point of the drummer and then that presented to both sides of the stage yeah. so you can see sometimes they'd have band members or a like footage or footage on it that was another complaint that i had about being in the seats is we could only see like one and a half sides of that where if we were positioned in a different spot like i think we were in 121 or 131 something like that yeah. um just to give a perspective of where we were um where like if you were either in the back of the stadium or more towards the back of the stadium, then I think you'd be able to see that whole thing more. You could position yourself in a place yeah. where you could see it yeah. better. Yeah. See the whole thing. Yeah. That was just a little thing. I mean, but granted, if you were on the side of the stage near the rail or something, like how the stage came out, like the rail U'd, basically, yeah. like a U. Um, and so you could be on the rail on both sides. So it'd be the same thing. Like if you were on the floor on one of those sides, it would have been the same way. So... It's not necessarily just the people in the seats couldn't see. It would it would have been sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Both sides. So, yeah, I was a little worried because going into it, as we said, Josh and Angie had seen them multiple times, um, and Josh had alluded to there's a lot of interacting with the from the band with the crowd. Oh, okay. like storytelling of like, hey, we wrote this song oh. about X Y Z. I didn't remember that though. So I didn't remember as much either. Um, but I, I kind of got there were definitely a few bits of it. But when he said that, I was really thinking, oh, shit, it's going to be every single song. It's going to be a song, chat, song, chat. And, like, the instantly, like, I instantly go back to seeing Kiss. And it's, oh, yeah. yeah. This song's from 1972 off of one of our albums. Like, just a story about, Do like, you have that album? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I enjoy banter with from the band with the audience. But to me, there is a fine line of yeah. Yeah. of too much yeah. banter. And so going into it, it's like, shit, there's going to be a lot of this. And I'm not going to enjoy that. But I don't remember a whole lot. I honestly. don't remember it either. Um, so maybe it wasn't as much as past performances. But I do remember some of it for yeah, sure. Yeah. It did seem like from Angie's perspective that this is the same setup that they had last year. or Last time that she saw them. I don't know if that was last year or not. But with the stage set up and then the pyro, how it was, and um, maybe, like, the lights and stuff were almost the same. The lights are really cool. Yeah, talk um, about those. Well, I noticed it with Disturbed, too. So when we talk about Disturbed here in a couple hours, but for everybody listening, it'll be a couple weeks from now. But um, the lights, instead of just being, like, standalone lights or, like, just one straight light piece, um, they, like, bend and, like, you know, go a whole bunch of different ways. So it kind of um, goes with the song or the theme of the song and like gives different perspective of the lights where um, other, um, maybe, I mean, in stadium shows, you could do that more where like if you're at House of Blues or Radius or something like that where, you know, you can kind of just have the straight lights or the lights that are there or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because this was like a weird little modern art sort of yeah, chandelier yeah. type thing hanging over that shaft of the T, right? And you're right, yeah, it would... You just like saying shaft. I do, yes. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain <laughs> I it. I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The long parts. The, but I think they're the same size. Of, like, the T is the same size. So I don't know what the base base of the T. No, yeah, that'd be the base. Like, I don't know, whatever. I'm going to keep saying shaft. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this shaft... <laughs> the chandelier over the shaft. Yes, the chandelier over the <laughs> shaft. Um <laughs> Was not like you said, not just like a straight light, yeah. but it was like crisscross lights and and it moved with every song. Yeah, and it would go like the back would tilt down or something. They also shot um, uh, like sparklers or what do you? Call oh that? yeah, um, yeah, yeah, fire. No, um, not fire, but it's like the the sparks. Sparklers. Yeah, but like big sparklers falling down, like just raining fire. Sure, raining fire. But it's not fire. Like, fire's pyro that would come up from the base. Fireworks. Whatever. Sparklers coming down, I'm going to say. Like, a wall of sparklers <laughs> that would just come down out of this thing as well. Um, I did also notice for one of the songs they had, like, three lights, then, like, f four feet, three lights, 
all the way down that shaft that shot straight up. And oh, yeah, that was, that was really cool, too. That was yeah. a really cool Like, thing. from the bottom yep. up, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. So the lighting effects, the pyro effects were all super cool for this for this performance. Yeah, and the pyro was in the middle of the stage, too. Yep, yep. Like, when, from where we were sitting, like, when the lights were all up, you could see where it was taped off, where it was, like, you kind of knew where things were going to come from. Right, you, and as a band member, you want that, too. Yeah. You want to, like, yeah. you know what songs are going to have pyro, and you know, like, where, all right, when this song plays, I cannot stand here. In that in pink this box. Section. <laughs> yeah. So I will not. Yeah. I remember before they came out, like, they put red X's out. And it, was it you or Angie? I was like, what are those for? Maybe. Yeah. I think it was you. And I was like, I bet that's where they're going to stand. Oh, and yeah. sure enough, like, as soon as, like, that screen behind the drums opens, they all come out and the drums come out and they go and stand right there. And I'm like, see? Yeah. I mean, we did the same thing in dance. Like, uh, for recitals, oh you really? had, like, little X's, and I that's guess, where you yeah. I think you do that stand. with, like, plays and shit, too. Yeah. You have yeah. markers. Yeah. That's, like, this yeah. is where I am for my moment. Yeah. And, like, most professional things, you wouldn't see those, but they are there. There's, yeah. like, some indication where you're yep, supposed yep. to stand. All in all, great show. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. I. It's another one of those bands. Uh, I mean, we've said it with Pop Evil, we, Three Days Grace, when we talked about them. It's, like... If they come to Chicago, sure, if we have nothing going on. But it's not like, we're not like Angie, where we're like, oh, my God, we have to find another show to go see. Right, but, I mean, that's her favorite band. It is. So it like, it yeah. is, 100%. Like, I mean, already I've looked up multiple bands this year of, like, when can I see them yep, again? Yep. So. No, but you're right. This is one I'll definitely, if they come around again, I'll, I definitely want to see them yeah, again for sure. Yeah, if, as long as we have nothing going on. Yep. It's not like we're going to be. I don't know if I would drive back to Minneapolis to see them. I don't know. I that was a long drive. I want to go back. I want to go back to Minneapolis. See, and the thing is, we we got done with this show and instantly drove back the next day. Yeah. Where if we had made a longer trip out of it yeah. to explore the city yeah. a little bit more, it probably would have been more fun. Yeah, I think so, too. We just had, we have so much going on this month that we made this work into it, but it was like, drive there, have the show, drive home. Yeah, because the night before we were at Chemist yep. here in Chicago. Yeah. So, yeah, um. I, I said it already. Great show, great time. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a re- it was a really good show. I I enjoyed it more than I thought. So yeah. Anyway, um, go check out live music. You'll find something new that you may not have thought you'd like, and it turns out it's a blast. Yeah, so yeah. Go check it out. Bye. Mm-hmm.